if I'm into the sound of pee, what does that do? Are you into the sound of pee? I don't want or... someone peeing on me. There you go. That's but the yeah, I don't really want someone peeing on me either. No. Am I gonna pee on you and I'd be like, no, no. I'm Ashley Cunningham, and I'm Susanna Wilson, and you're in the, the wet seat. seat. Um, every episode, we come on and we use conversation and wine to talk about sex. And we just want to take a sliver of your time before this exciting episode um, to ask for your support. Susanna and Billy and I all got together to start this podcast because we felt it was really important that uncensored sexual experiences were talked about in the open because a lot of people have sexual experiences that they feel shame or embarrassed about, and it's actually something that is shared with millions of people. Um, and that's what we try to accomplish every time that we sit down to have an episode of The Wet Seat. Exactly. So if you guys like what you're hearing, maybe you've learned something about yourself or about other human beings in the world and how their sexual experiences are diverse or different from your own and you want to support the work that you're doing, maybe help us continue to do more work, host more of those conversations. There are a couple different ways that you can support us. The first way, the cheapest way, is through our Patreon page, uh, which is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can become a monthly donator for as little as $1 a month. And what that does is show us that you want to hear more of this podcast and you support what this podcast is all about. We also have our merchandise hosted on redbubble.com. That's R-E-D-B-U-B-B-L-E dot com slash people slash the wet seat. Hopefully you guys have seen all of the amazing artwork that our our lovely illustrator, Rebecca Todaro, is doing for us. She creates a new piece every week for each episode. Um, so if you want to get some of that on a T-shirt, on some mugs, maybe on a sticker, that is where you can purchase such items. And just know that every single time that you contribute to this podcast, it it boosts our morale, it keeps us going, um, and it motivates this podcast. Um, but without further ado, please enjoy this week's episode. fuck are you? Who's in the room? Who's in the room? Who's in the room? I'm in the room. My name is Abby. That's Who are it. you, Abby? Um, Do you want to give credentials? Do you yeah. want to give, some people give credentials, some people just yeah, talk sure. about themselves. Uh, <laughs> my name is, my name is Abby. Uh, I'm a good friend of everyone in the room. Uh, I'm, I am from the West Coast. No, you're not. <laughs> You bet. I'm from the East Coast. I don't know. Things about me. We can learn we'll more about you clear. later. Yeah, I really think silence. <laughs> we will you know, definitely you know how, learn like, about you later. How like acting teachers used to say like the cold shoulder is is like a sign or something. I feel like me trying to describe myself and the lack thereof at this point in my <laughs> fucking life. I'm like silence is just really what's going on. I don't know. But anyway. Okay, so my name is Rihanna. As in, not Rihanna. Rhymes with banana. <laughs> Rhymes with banana. What is it? We are a walking bag of bits. Yeah, I, was, I thought you were going to say one and a half dykes, but who's the one and a half? <laughs> Me. And you just watch. I'm just watching. <laughs> who's the one and a half dykes? <laughs> that's our bit. I explained that. And they were like, that's lame. And then I was like, no, no, no. no I am fantastic. I am all the dykes. You're and all the like, dykes. oh, okay. Okay, that's funny. Uh, um, I have um, a warm-up question for both of you, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Warm-up question. Um, both of, one of you can just decide when you think about it, but like, 
can you think about a time where you had either like an embarrassing sexual experience or a sexual experience where like you wish you could go back and tell your younger self like a lesson <laughs> that would have like maybe not gotten Oh my gotten god, you, you guys are having radically situation. different experiences right now. <laughs> Can I tell you that the rest Wait. of this is gonna be radically different? I like I, I just breathed with like some <laughs> some reflection oh, and, and I, I just like silently cackled with joy. <laughs> Well, it's just, I would tell my younger self to start having sex with women sooner. Word. <laughs> when did you have start, start having sex with women? Uh, so I cheated on my high school boyfriend with a woman. That was the first time, but he didn't mm, consider dope. it cheating because it was a woman. Oh, I feel like oh, a lot of people have that person. My high school boyfriend mm-hmm. actually was really stressed out about I, I had this We've like talked friend. about this before. Yeah, I had this, this is actually really funny because I just received an email from him. In which he was responding to the fact that I told him that I am now dating a woman. Mm-hmm. And he was very great about it, so I should say that now, given where we are now. But when I was in high school, mm-hmm. he, I like kissed my friend and he flipped out and was like, you're not allowed to, like, you're not allowed to kiss other people. And my reaction was to be like, whatever, she's a girl, like nobody gives a shit. Cause I was like telling myself that it was chill. Mm. And he was yeah. like, it's not chill. And I was like, oh, maybe oh. I need to think about this a little bit. I have to talk about this because, uh, like, we want to have a threesome, but he won't have, he won't allow another man into the room. But I, mm. like, will be chill with, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because, like, he was like, I would get jealous if, like, mm. another man was there. But, like, I wouldn't get, you know. But he wouldn't get jealous if there were another I, I I was like that for a long time, too. Like, I, I was thinking about, like, your warm-up question. The things that I could tell myself is, like, when my last partner started asking me if he could wear my dresses, and mm-hmm. especially as part of, like, us mm-hmm. role-playing, and I got so, I got so defensive. Mm. Like aggressively defensive for like and this was not just like what i mean we all we all know them now but like from a standpoint i mean granted like we he and i could be from Mm -hmm. completely different situations but like i was so defensive of like whatever was going on with me that Mm -hmm. i was like no you can't play into this either like Mm. clearly like my ex was understanding of who I was and was like, I think you would be into this. And also I know I'm into this. Whereas <laughs> I was just like, no, 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 I can't have that. Like if we ever did something, it could be, it has to be a boy, like hetero, 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 mm-hmm. all this stuff. But I, I wish I had just given myself the chance to be like, listen, like listen to what this person who knows you better than anyone else is saying to you right now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that made no sense. But no, that made perfect sense. I think that internalized shit gets in the way and I also internalized like like, assumptions of one's own heterosexuality I think is like possibly the most like in in like needing to reinforce it yeah Yeah. one of the most damaging things that I mean of course like I don't identify as gay like I don't identify as a lesbian so I can't speak to what that experience is like but and finding out that, like, all of a sudden you realize you're only interested in women. I've never had that experience. Like, I'm still attracted to men, but mm-hmm. but there's, like, a different choice that goes on in your head when you are also attracted to women. Because I think I, I, 
imagine that when you're only attracted to women, there's sort of like this ultimatum that comes where you're like, well, I either like deny who I am and just like pretend to be hetero or I actually go for it and like say, great, I'm only interested in women. But when you fall in that range of like being attracted to any gender, then you have to reconcile, like, you have to make the active choice to leave your heterosexual privilege behind. Yeah. And to say, like, you know what? This was really sweet, and it's awesome to pretend that I'm heterosexual, because, like, it works out most of the time, but that other percentage of the time, like, I'm really just pretending I'm someone who I'm not. And that's an interesting choice to, like, I mean, I agree completely, like, to... I mean, I'm starting now that I've mm-hmm. moved away from my family. Like I active, I'm actively out mm-hmm. in this area. But like, even to exclaim it to people around me is is an active choice that I have to make. And I do, I do recognize that their opinion of me changes. I was mm-hmm. telling this to Rhea. I was watching the Golden Globes with a good work friend of mine and mm-hmm. her best friend, who I think is, I'm so attracted to her. <laughs> Because I know deep down she likes women. <laughs> but, like, but, like, to actively let the girl that I'm, mm-hmm. like, attracted to know that I'm attracted to women mm-hmm. and then see her talk to me differently. And yeah. not in a way of, like, I'm into you, but in a way of, like, I'm addressing that you're different. Yeah. I'm addressing that you're different. Or, like, my boss, mm-hmm. my boss was, like, set, my boss, like, made a snide comment to me without realizing I identify as bi by being, like, <laughs> everyone's bi these days and for me to have to sit there and be like do I actively say hey I'm bi or do I say ha 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 yeah that's true and I said ha 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 yeah that's true yeah and the other strange thing I'm sorry to cut you off but like the other strange things that happens is like I mean I think we come from a community like having gone to the college that we went to I think we throw the word gay around a lot more than other people and and I will be like gay like we're so gay blah 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 and people hear that and they're like oh they're so gay and I'm like no I don't get it you're
love only dating women and like only <laughs> sleeping with women because it's just such an experience. Um, you got that right. <laughs> also, like, it's oh, Abby, there's so much for you to learn. Guys, you know, yeah. It's like Katy Perry's hot and cold, yes and no, up and down. I can't that. That was amazing. This is how we live together. I so, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I also, like, when I go home to where I am from, yeah. and there are not a surplus Wait. of gays, so when I go back to my hometown, there are some guys that I was attracted to because, like, we grew up together, and, like, I know them as yeah. people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know, if we're both at a, like, in a point where we are... It's, like, purely physical. If, like, yeah. we're both horny and I'm mm-hmm. attracted to this person, they're attracted to me, like, I will have sex with them if I want to, and they yeah. want to, mm-hmm. and it works out. So it's kind of weird to label me as a certain, like... I mean, gay, I feel comfortable in. If yeah. people, if like, gay, lesbian, I feel comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I like the fact that my, my orientation slides a little bit. Yeah. Well, so I guess my follow-up question is, um, I was, like, listening to Suzanne and Abby talk about, like, what it feels like when people, like, assume that you're only, like, one side of the spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee <laughs> that if, like, I can, like, I can see someone that's not, doesn't interact with the entire spectrum. Yeah. On, like, a daily, if not, like, their life right. basis, mm-hmm. uh, might have a difficult understanding why that is... Like, what is the experience of when someone, like, thinks that you're, like, one hard part of the spectrum? Like, why does it irk you so hard? I'm curious about this, too. <laughs> um, it irks me because I... And, like... I recently had a conversation about people trying to label us, and she, she was experiencing it from, like, a member within the queer community, mm-hmm. right? So someone who identifies as non-binary basically being like oh I see this in you and I'm gonna call you this because for me like Mm -hmm. that's what works and she was like fuck no like please stop um and I guess my resistance to being labeled as lesbian is that like it doesn't feel true to what I know mm-hmm. my experience is. And that's fine. Like, I don't expect the the average passerby to look at me and be like, oh, I know this girl. Like, that would, that would also piss me off. Mm-hmm. I would be like, no, you don't. Um, mm. But I think the resistance comes from a place of being like, you know what, like, you see this part of me, but I'm actually a more complex human being Mm, than that. So, like, you can say this thing about me, and sure, that's true in this context, but also, like, here's this part of my life that you really don't know about at all. Sure. I I feel like I I get frustrated because I spend all day... I work in a very queer community. Yeah. Um... But it's not the queer community that I grew up in, like, from mm-hmm. all of my friends. So yeah. it, I get frustrated less because people are putting me on the side. Of, like, I'm either celebrated as gay. Like, mm-hmm. a, a mentor of mine at work found out that I am attracted to women and now calls me her little homo. Which mm-hmm. is actually endearing mm-hmm. if you knew her yeah. because she is, like, a gay aunt to me. Yeah. She's, okay. Cool. But at the same time, I'm like, Ugh. and then you get the other end of the spectrum where it's gay men who just refuse yeah. to accept 
that me looking the way I do could be attracted to women. So it's just, it's a frustration out of other queer people not being open to queer people. And I'm like, but I accept you for who you are and you could say anything. Like, you could say anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so great about the community we all got to know each other in. It's like, anyone could say anything and I'm like, hey, I love you. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. You just tell me what works for you. But realizing that outside of that bubble it's a really small it's a, it's a very really different yeah. queer community oh, and I'm yeah. just so not used to it mm-hmm. I'm so, on top of me not even experiencing being yeah. queer so mm-hmm. that, I don't know that's what my frustration comes from is yeah. like wait I thought all queer people were as cool as the queer people I became queer with no, and no. it's not true it's, it's not. not yeah I mean it's you know it's why like there's this weird estrangement in the queer community between like you know like heterosexual not heterosexual homosexual um like cis white men who quote unquote like founded the community and everybody chug your wine (laughs) and everyone else and even between like Lesbians, you know, and and people who don't me identify as like yeah. that, you know. I've been to like gay bars and been like, wow, I'm I'm 100 turned off by all of the women in this room. Yeah, because I really don't want to deal with you coming on to me in a way that really just feels like every other dude I've ever been at mm-hmm. in a bar coming on to me. Like that is okay. not hot. No. Having someone express their masculinity. As women and non-binary and female-bodied people can very much do, like, if you are expressing your masculinity in a way that has been, like, codified by men, that doesn't really interest me. Because to me, I just experience that as, like, sexist and misogynist. So I think... Yeah, that's like taught masculinity. Yeah, mm. exactly. It's like it's like a projection of what masculinity is mm-hmm. instead of like an experience of what masculinity can be. That's just so interesting to hear you come out of that mouth because I heard you go through the exact same struggle. What do you mean? Which exact same struggle? Where you felt like you were like I I feel very like when you first started dating very <laughs> masculine you felt the need to take on this role of like oh didn't feel the need felt very much thrust into the not position really, yeah of, really like a need but like just a thing that happened well was, like, I also felt like a teenage boy <laughs> experiencing the female body for the first time which was let me tell you terrifying that's so, also Abby, true. you uh, have a lot to look forward to oh my god but it's so much fun it is a lot of fun it's Remember? so much fun poor baby I had both a... on the same page and you're both communicating and you're both saying what's good and what's not it's Mm -hmm. so much fun to be nervous like that speaking about i feel like this entire thing has been like internalized bullshit but like even like the the fear of eating out someone for the Mm -hmm. first time is from internalized like i don't think i ever felt fear about putting a dick in my mouth Oh, I no, no, I'm not. I totally, I did I did because because how many images do you see? I know what I was supposed to do. I feel yeah. I feel like when it came time to do it, I was like, okay, guys, secret. But I also didn't really care about when I because like in high school, what I don't know if any of you guys saw pictures of me from high school, but I was a very different person, and I slept with a lot of guys because I was like, this is awesome. I could sleep with a lot of guys and not have like 
and not get mm-hmm. attached like my friends do. I thought that was just me being like, <laughs> I had no idea that that was linked to me being gay as fuck. Yeah. But like, it that's was. so funny. But I was like, yeah, I can do this. So I just like did it. My high school boyfriend and I, he went down on me first. Mm-hmm. Then we had penetrative sex, and then like months later, I gave him head. And that was the progression of our That is so interesting. interesting. Yeah, because I gave head first. Because it's like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the opposite of a I was going to say. Mm -hmm. Well, when the first time I gave head, he was like, you have to put your lips on my dick. And I was like, I don't get... (laughs) Why? I thought you just aired it the whole time. (laughs) I was like... (gasps) (laughs) He's like, you have to put your lips on my dick. And I feel like in that moment, going back to, like, realizing sex moments, that moment should have been, like, when I'm gay. When I was like, I can't put my lips on your cock. But, so oh funny, Abby. I was always afraid I was going to break the dick. Like, I'm just picturing you being like... so interesting because, like, ha- ha- like having quote-unquote heterosexual sure. penetrative sex and quote-unquote homosexual yeah. other sex. Yeah. yeah. Penetrative of, also, but yeah, it doesn't matter, of course. Yeah. In my, like, experience with non-binary and female-bodied people, they have always told me mm-hmm. when something was, like, no good yeah, or, sure. like... You're super close. Do this. Yep. Yes. There's so much more communication yep. than when I was having sex with guys and doing stuff with guys, where they were just kind of like, "I'll take what I can get," sort of. Kind or, of or, or, or I was like, say, "You're doing it wrong." Or even worse, y- we're not even talking about you. I'm gonna do what I'm doing, and, and then I that. would have to be like, "Do I yeah. say that it's not working?" Yes, Which I don't. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I. There's that story that I literally, I'm pretty sure I've told both of you the story that I checked my phone I'm... during sex <laughs> and he didn't notice. <gasps> oh I straight up Wait, lifted what? up my phone, checked the time, put it down, <laughs> faced forward and let him finish because I didn't. And it was my high school boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't feel bad at all because he was a total dick to me when I came out. Um, I mean, this being, I mean, in hindsight of what we know now, Mm -hmm. uh, um, I just feel like maybe, uh, that's so ridiculous that they didn't even know. He didn't even notice. I mean, there's one thing that he didn't know that I wasn't enjoying it because that's like one thing. We were both 17, so like... Yeah. You can't really tell. Like, I don't know. That would be a little confusing to him. The best sex I've ever had was when I was 17. But I straight up picked up my phone, (laughs) Uh which had the brightness on. The brightness wasn't down. Like, it wasn't Yeah, this is years ago. They didn't have a dimmer or a nighttime light on the iPhone. Exactly. They did not have a dimmer. They have a nighttime light. Neither of those things were happening while I was checking my phone during this very weird sex. Hmm. I once had sex during Spirited Away and I remember getting <laughs> getting to I would like come immediately getting to like beauty. my favorite scene. Also weird fun fact, my sister has also had sex during that movie. It's strange that I know well, that. Mm, you um, should have told each other that. It's like a weird Well, it's because she was home from college and I came downstairs and it was like playing in our living room and I was like, why is this playing? And I kept watching it and then she like surfaced from the basement. By the way, we did not have a suitable basement for having sex with her high school boyfriend and I was like, oh, hey guys, I'm just watching the movie that you left playing. Anyway, so years later, I was having sex with this dude while watching Spirited Away Mm -hmm. and it got to this one scene. I don't remember, but it was like my favorite scene. It's all long. No, but I was like... In my head, I was like, oh, I really want to watch this scene. Like, And it was good sex, even. But I was like, man, this is, can we like pause for... This is a really good scene. Just watch it later. 
<laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, I put porn on while having sex. And like usually, I mean, after really? the first like two minutes, it's pretty uninteresting. <laughs> the, the porn. The only porn yeah. I've ever had yeah. while having intercourse is I dated I dated like a teacher for some time last year, and he loved that. literary porn. <gasps> literary porn. Girl, yeah. literary porn is where I got my start. Right? It's good. actually no, wait, no, no. But no. here's the problem. Back up. What the fuck is literary so porn? So it's it's like sexy it's stories. Smut. It, yeah, oh. it's smut. But, oh my god, I was imagining like a man <laughs> reading from a book. I, like, <laughs> like a video of a man being like, did you know that Socrates? And then oh, no. it, was, it was nice, but I, I mispronounced mm. hors d'oeuvres in like the way that people oh. mispr- to hors d'oeuvres. Oh. No, you didn't! Oh, so, like clearly, like the, he was oh, out because he's like, I'm a teacher. No longer. <laughs> and that's that's like the ex- that's and it. We're done. Yeah, oh my God. but you should try it. Literary great. porn is awesome. I got my. I like it because it's not visuals. Okay. Yes, but I also read a really you Tumblr girl. Really in I wasn't depth. even on Tumblr. Have you? Oh, is this scarred me? It was too much. I read this real. I don't know why I read the whole thing, but I read the whole thing. It was a very in depth, detailed description. Of Harry Potter fan fiction forms, yep. um, Harry Potter <laughs> fan fiction porn, starring Hermione Granger, yep, and Hagrid. Oh no, no, no! Wait. And that's not a pairing I ever. I hope and it everyone was the knows that I'm thing. looking at real life. She's fucking bonkers. <laughs> and it was so detailed. <laughs> Their conversations were so like. Like they were like as if J.K. Rowling come. herself. Yeah, mm. I'm like, oh, did man, she write this when she was like drunk as fuck one night? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man, because it was. I could picture it easily. Yep. I'm picturing it right now, but there's so much hair. There's so much <laughs> hair, and his dick is so big, and she's very little. Of course. Oh well, of course. What? Of course. Oh. I used to spend like every December, like fifteenth through January tenth, i.e., winter break, my friends, <laughs> just like masturbating like three times a day. Well, you were always my masturbation guru because you Is talked about it so delightfully, and you I did. always like delightfully. Whoa, what? Yeah. Guys, no, it's talk true. About it You'd so be like, delightful. oh, I just got off in the best masturbation. <laughs> and I'd be like, what's that like? Like, I would just be like yeah. so in awe. And I'd be like, oh, Susanna, wait, 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 wait. Back so the fuck curious. up. Back the yeah. fuck up. Wait, back the fuck up. I just realized something. So what? You've just never touched your clit before like a year ago? I think like one time in the shower in high school, <gasps> I got a... Oh my God, Abby. I just got really stressed for you. One time? One time before you were 21 years, 22? How? Yeah. In a shower in high school. In a shower, I, well, here's the thing. I had a yeast infection and I was cl- trying to oh. clean myself, oh, yeah, but it turned out to this me just rubbing sexy. myself <laughs> until I was like, this feels good, but like I've been itchy for weeks. <laughs> and then I was like, I had to tell my mom that my oh, vagina my itched and like oh, that was God. the end of my school. <laughs> I don't think anyone with like I don't terrible. think a yeast infection has ever had like a happy ending. No, it turned into me being it like, why does this? Time. I was just trying to scrub myself out of this like but weak, long itchiness. Happiness. <laughs> but oh yeah, that God. was really the extent of it. Wow. I know, so sad. Wow. Wait, I talked about masturbation joyfully when you did yes. this together. Yes. Yeah, because it was a long time ago. Yeah. No, no, no. I remember because you because you shared a. Room. 
because you took my space and I yep. went into the single, which I should have had the full year, but we do not need to talk about it because it was years we, we ago. Won't talk, we won't talk about why you didn't have the single. But um, I remember talking to you about it and you were, and I like knocked on the door and it took you a while to open the door and you were like, <laughs> I was masturbating and I was like, I, okay, I need to ask you a question, <laughs> but you were just like, yeah, I was just masturbating it's and I true. was like, you make it seem so like... Like a me time. That's thing. that's exactly what you. And made I had never seen it as a me time thing. I've always seen it as like, I mean, even I, like I'd been touching myself for years up until that point. But like, I had always seen it as like a shameful kind of like, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. I hope nobody ever finds out about this ever. Like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to blah 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 blah. Like well, even women saying like I masturbated. I was like that makes me uncomfortable. Me and- one of my sisters is very close to my age and her and I are very different but I remember like we were in like 6th or 7th or 8th grade and she was telling me that she wanted to touch herself and I feel bad about it to this day and her and I still talk about it like I shamed the fucking shit out of her mm-hmm. I was like how that's fucking so disgusting oh my god because mm-hmm. we shared a room and she's like I feel like where I'm did like- that come from Abby like mine came from like fundamental Christianism, but <laughs> Christianism, I'm, but I'm, Puritanism. I'm, what do you think the Northeast is? Uh, Fuck! They yeah, shame you in true. a different Don't way. Speak for they shame you I in am a D-A-R. Okay, I, I am I'm a DAR and I'm the daughter so of like, a Puritan <laughs> New England woman. Okay, I know so what Massachusetts does. It's true. I don't know. I think that a lot of that and my parents are. Uh, well, my mom, my parents themselves were not sexual, n- not even affectionate. Mm. And then my mom got remarried and, and had like a sexual reawakening, and I really resented her for that because I could hear her having sex and that oh. bothered me. And then my dad, like, still to this day, like, won't even kiss his wife in front of us. Like, they're mm. very private. So mm. it's just like, I, I think it was just like the dichotomy between those things that mm. I just like was like, Wah. and like me very young. I was telling this to Re, like, I know I'm queer because mm-hmm. I would pray to God that I wasn't a lesbian mm-hmm. when I was like a really Oh my God, me too. Me too. I would be and like, I didn't oh, believe I, in God. Exactly. <laughs> I would just be like, please, please, please. I like, the second no, no, I found I out what a lesbian like was, I was praying that I wouldn't become that. Mm-hmm. The second I found out like that that was a thing. You had the similar experience? Yeah, the second I met... So there was this girl that came out in seventh grade, and I was so attracted to her. I was like, oh no. <laughs> she came out and everyone was like oh my god the lesbian in our grade I was like yeah the lesbian in our grade fuck and she was not only did I think she was really cute when we were really little I found her we were really little when we were like 12 or 13 I found her so attractive and then I saw her in a play and not only was she hot but like she was so fucking talented mm. and her voice is incredible like still to this day is incredible so i was like okay shit i like really want to be with this girl and i would have daydreams of us going to college together and me accidentally sleeping with her one day <laughs> And that's what I would look forward to. And I wouldn't give myself anything until we went to college. And I was like... But you guys dated before you went to college, We dated way before we went to college. We dated, like, 10th... From 10th grade until freshman year of college. That's a sweet story. Is it sweet-ish? It's just kind of high school, I was such an asshole in high school. Oh, unfortunately. I was so bad. Mm. It... Well... 
the thing is, I was so uncomfortable with how badly she wanted me out of the closet. Mm. Oh. And it was... Because, like, I was in a group of friends that went out with guys a lot, hung out with guys, like, had sex with guys. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't the popular group. It was, like, the sub-popular I group. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was in it, and I was, like... I was, like... Wasn't one of the, like, sought-after ones, but I was, like, one of the weird ones because I dressed in a certain way and people liked that it was weird. Yeah. And, like, that's sure. why they liked me. Because sure. um, I was weird enough that for them to like me, but not too weird for them to not like me. Yeah. Um, and... So I was in that group, and she wanted me to come out so fucking bad. She pushed me so hard that I would break up with her on weekends. And I would go to parties and, like, hook up with guys just to, like, make sure I wasn't get... Like, mm-hmm. it's so dumb. It was so bad. I treated her so horribly. I've apologized for it so many times. But obviously, like, if she never forgave me, I would not blame her. Um, anyway, so, like, we dated for, like, five years and I remember not wanting to go to prom with her because I didn't want my friend's parents to know I was gay. Mm. And she was heartbroken mm. for every reason that's but valid. don't blame yourself. That's a... I mean... I don't... I mean, I don't blame myself because I'm not that person anymore, yeah. but I am ashamed of that, that yeah. I was that person, which is fine. I can leave that mm-hmm. there and be mm-hmm. okay with it and still be, like, a different person now. Yeah. But I know for a fact that that was, like, a shitty thing for me to do. And, like, it was... I don't even know where this started or how... But, like... Coming out and... Yeah, she just really forced me out of the closet. And it was so against my will in every way possible. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that sounds brutal. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone in their own time, right? Like, it's not a thing that can be forced out of you. You have to, like... People can realize it in you... Long before you realize it in yourself, what do you fucking do? Yeah, they always do. do. Yeah. And, like, it just sucks that she was so forceful with it because I was like, I'm not ready for this. And then I handled it poorly, yes. Like, there was no excuse for the way I handled it. But, like, actually, I'm not even going to say but after that. There was no excuse for the way I handled it. Um, That's the end of that because there is no excuse for the way I handled it. And that's how it went down. Yeah, she but forced you were also me out. A and child. She, I mean, yeah, yeah I was like, sixteen. Yo, I was talking about this the other day. I feel like what I experienced in high school in terms of like feeling and like whatever. I at that point, like, I think that truly was like the most I could love people or like the most mm. I could feel for something. But in 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 no way, like now if. I have so much more of a capacity to, like, love and, like, to experience things. Or maybe I was just feeling like I was being dramatic in high school. I don't know what it was. I just feel like the spectrum of experience that I had in high school where, like, I felt like either I loved, like, the person Mm -hmm. I was with or, like, whatever. I just now realize that wasn't what I would classify what it... Like, if I was experiencing the same thing now, I wouldn't classify it that way. And I, I would classify it as fucking, like, hysteria and mental health disorders if I experienced it. <laughs> All right, well... What I experienced... No, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about yeah, me. Yeah. Like, what I experienced in high school, I loved people in such extremes yeah. that, looking back on it now, I can really only attribute to hormones. Like, I, I truly think that chemically... The experience of becoming a, like, sexually realized person Mm -hmm. 
is so radical that it like plays some insane games in your mental chemistry because Mm -hmm. like loving my high school boyfriend and loving my best friend in high school were life and death games and like sure yeah I cannot really at this point imagine the extremity of the feelings that I had for those people like it those feelings were so so life and death because it's right now right here right everything now 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 and the way that I feel like you grow as people and the way that your love grows as love is that you have more patience for who people are so you're not and so for yourself and for yourself so yeah. you're not quite needing mm-hmm. that other person to make you feel a certain mm-hmm. way or to make you think a certain way about yourself or them because you're becoming more whole of a person whereas in high school you're you're more like missing puzzle pieces where it's like I'm so searching for this puzzle piece that is you but it's like it's not it's just I'm gonna find it four years from now like that's in me it kind of goes back to the masturbation thing of like uh, things change I mean Ashley Mm -hmm. said this really well like when you learn how this is so cliche but like when you learn how to love yourself like I'm really coming at it from a sexually like when you learn how to love yourself sexually you really learn how to, that's where you learn how to love others I'm so excited to love the next person I love yeah. because I have been spending a year now strictly loving myself yeah out of there's no <laughs> other options and girls are scary but like yeah. <laughs> oh my god we have to talk about my girls are scary year because honey I, I have been there <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of The Wet Seat. Fuck yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Woo-hoo. Did you guys have fun? I I, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had we had fun. fun. <laughs> As always, if you support sex education and storytelling and talking about normal sexual livelihoods. Then you should maybe consider becoming a monthly donor to your Patreon account because guess what? Um, morale only goes so far. And as always, <laughs> bitches, don't forget, stay wet. Mm-hmm.